The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The horses are at the gate. Welcome to Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. With the weekend coming up, this is the spot to be for news, handicapping, and spotlights featuring the winners behind horse racing today. Now, here's your host, Ed Meyer. And good evening and welcome to Winning Ponies. I'm Ed Meyer. Thank you for taking time to join us each and every Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific, as we talk about the sport of kings. Always about sport of kings. What else is there? Well, maybe there's football right behind horses. Maybe then basketball. Then baseball. But horses are first. Horses are definitely first, and NASCAR doesn't count. But that's only my opinion. It's great to have you here. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for joining us. And you can always check us out on the website because we've been giving out some free picks and holding our own a little bit here, having a little bit of fun. It's all about having fun. It's all about making some money. And hopefully you're able to turn a buck, too, because that's what makes us the happiest. Talk about what makes us the happiest is our exotic update. $10.7 million in 2009. That's right. And it continues to snowball right downhill. It is growing, getting bigger each and every week. Every day is a great day for winning, and it's never too late to get on board. So get the hookup or get on the winning bandwagon. Plenty room, not too late. We want you there. Exotic updates. Exactus trifectus. $10.7 million. Incredible. This past week in racing, we lost one of our cornerstone trainers. One who defines the hardworking teamwork ethic that makes racing exciting. We're sad that Bobby Frankel has left a void in our sport. And we'll talk about this in depth and some reactions from the media a little bit later. Bobby Frankel passed away this week. And I don't know if we can ever fill the void. I don't know if we can ever fill the void when when good people ever leave us. Sometimes it's uh, a little bigger than we ever imagined. It's like trying to fill in the Grand Canyon with sand. But Bobby Frankel definitely left his mark on the game and left it a much happier place. Tonight's lineup, we're going to talk about the recap of last week. I'd like to keep you up to date, or at least a recap of what happened. Testimonials and biggins, I'll throw one out at you. I always like to, like to see what people are doing. And by the way, if you send us in a testimonial, you'll receive a great T-shirt and a cap just for letting us know how you're doing, what's happening with you, what you like, what you don't like. We'd love to hear from you because we'd love to get better. And we want you to do better. And some of the big ones. I'll give you a few of the big ones. Then we go on in segment number two to our special guest of the week. And this week, this is a gentleman who called me in a different capacity earlier months back. He is now manager of publicity and simulcasting at Hialeah. Yes, Hialeah reopening, rejuvenated, happening once again. My very good friend, Mr. Pete Aiello. 
special guest of the week. Pete is really stepping up his game. Half the year, he is the race caller, works in the racing office, hustles horses at River Downs half the year now. He is at Hialeah. We're going to be talking with Pete here shortly. I'm really excited. Hialeah, beautiful track. I was watching this great thing on ESPN. It was called 30 for 30. They were talking about Jimmy the Greek, but a side note, they said Jimmy the Greek's favorite track, and they just kind of went to this little barren track, and there wasn't horses running. And you saw it was kind of empty, and it was Hialeah. And it was beautiful. Beautiful. Then I'm going to give you some news from racing. And then I'm going to give you a little bit of a, as I was reading the New York Times, you know what, I think I'm going to jump out and do that now. But before that, I have to say we always end our show with final furlong handicapping. You know what, before we do the recap, I'm going to let you do a little bit of thinking, then I'll do the recap. Cast your vote. Now this is for Rachel Alexandra. And Zenyatta. Going to give you a little Rachel Alexander first. You think about it. I'm going to do the recap and just kind of answer to yourself and see if you're right on target. The case for Rachel Alexander captivating victories against the boys. This comes from the New York Times, Thursday, November 12th. Horse of your contest between Rachel Alexander and Zenyatta can be reduced to basic math. Rachel Alexander won three prestigious races against the boys in 2009. Zenyatta won. End of debate, according to Jay Schreiber. Because the top horses do not run frequently or stick around too long, but Rachel Alexander proved three of them in the spring and summer, and a fourth if you want to include her in the astonishing 20-length victory against the Phillies in the Oaks, which was impressive. In May in Maryland, she became the first Philly to win the Preakness in 85 years. Three tracks, three states, three outstanding victories, all by herself. Really, Rachel Alexander kept horse racing in the headlines much of the spring and summer by Jay Schreiber of the New York Times. Then, on the other side of the coin, the case for Zenyatta, undefeated in a class of her own by Joe Drape. First things first, Jerry and Ann Moss and Jess Jackson deserve enormous credit for the success of Zenyatta and Rachel. And boy, do they ever. He said, it's not a perfect world, however, forced to choose. One would have to say the undefeated Zenyatta made the most compelling case for the best horse of 2009. Her victory in the Breeders' Cup Classic was emphatic as stirring to watch as she spotted some of the best horses in the world more than a dozen lengths, then blew past them in the stretch. That was amazing to watch in his own way as Secretariat's 31-length masterpiece in the 73 Belmont Stakes. Make no mistake, this classic field was deep and with Zenyatta facing eight grade one or group one winners, virtually all or most of the important races around the world. This was a big field. Make no mistake, she decimated the field, kicked it down. She remains 14-0, and and from here is the horse of the year. Okay, now we heard Jay Schreiber from the Times talking about Rachel. Joe Drape talking about Zenyatta. Okay, in your mind, cast your vote. I'm going to give you percentages, and then I'm going to break a little news to you. But we're going to jump on in. We're going to recap last week, and I'm going to do that right now. We're going to start at Calder on November 14th, race number four, the John Franks. Juvenile Phillies, winner number nine, Wild Mia Payne. Wow, 59.60 for Pete Anderson. Four wide and prevailed while Mia did. I believe Pete Anderson trained the Ohio Derby winner once upon a time. Call to race course, race number five, Jack Price Juvenile Sprint. Winner number two, 
Hear ye, hear ye, Jeffrey Sanchez aboard. Whoo, bombs away, edged away late. 43-20 for Stanley Gold. Very impressive indeed. Calder Race Course, November 14th, Race 6, the Joe O'Farrell Juvenile. We got the 6th, Carphonic, Louis Arango, steadied at the start and early, paying $6.80 to win for Bill White. Oh, and by the way, our good friend Julian Lepru is down there. Julian, he met some guys in Florida that can actually really ply their trade, and they know the Calder Oval because they shut him out, and he had some seconds and thirds, but he didn't get to the winner's circle. Calder race course race number seven, the Arthur Appleton Juvenile Turf. Winner number 11, Bim Bam, Abarcoa, four wide and prevailed, 1340 for David Brownlee. Race number eight, the Jack Dudley Sprint. Winner number eight, Pashita the Che. Abarcoa again, all out, edged the rival right at the wire. Scott Lake is the trainer, paying 360. Chalk lover stream right there. Called her race course, race number nine on the 14th of November. The Elmer Hubeck Distaff. Winner number nine, Sweet Repent, Manny Cruz in the irons. Wins by three and a quarter lengths, drawing clear, paying $9. Very impressive race, Sweet Repent. Beats Julian Le Peru, who ran second. Race number 10, the Bonnie Heath Turf Cup, a mile and an eighth on the turf, $150,000 guaranteed. Winner, number eight, Soldiers Dancer, Manny Cruz again. These guys, they know how to ride the Florida circuit. I love Le Peru's horses all day long, but I just, I guess I discounted that these guys were just going to have their A game ready. And Mr. Le Peru, he always has his ready, but they just edged him on this day as Soldier's Dancer was four wide up late and was the heavily bet favorite, paying 320 to win for David Vivian. Call to race course, race 11, the Carl G. Rose Classic. Winner number two, Too Many Toys, Carlos Olivero. Long duel there, paying 1220 to win. Then Churchill Downs, race number nine, the Ms. Revere, grade two, mile 16th on the turf. Winner number five, Mary's Follies, Kenta Sormo in the irons. Split horses and clear pain, 2080 to win for Dick Dutro. Very impressive indeed. A little recap of last week's action there. Okay, you're probably saying to yourself, is it Rachel? Is it Zenyatta? According to the New York Times here, Philly versus the mayor. Rachel Alexandra received 69% of the votes. Zenyatta received 31% of the votes. Incredible numbers there. This all is courtesy of the New York Times. And I'm going to break a little news for you here. In fact, if you haven't been paying attention, but actually I've had the, I've had the, uh, the honor of actually sitting next to the, the president of the Turf Publicist of America, President John Engelhardt, and it says the Turf Publicist of America 2009 Big Sport of Turf. I mean, this is a major award. Team Zenyatta, Team Zenyatta named winner of the 2009 Big Sport of Turfdom Award. The Turf Publicist of America, the TPA, announced today that Team Zenyatta, composed of owners Jerry and Ann Moss, trainer John Sheriff and his wife Dottie, and jockey Mike Smith, have been chosen as the 2009 winner of the organization's Big Sport of Turfdom Award. The award is presented annually to a person or group of people who enhances the coverage of thoroughbred racing through cooperation with the media and thoroughbred racing publicists. The managing condition in picture-perfect rides had a synergistic effort 
that just brought this true champion to life before thousands of fans throughout her career, State of Turf Publicist President, Mr. John Englehart. You hear him on here from time to time. He's on here as a handicapper, as a special guest, and he also helps me line up special guests because John has a long-reaching arm in the sport. Actually, I see a name on board who's actually on, on the board here, and his name is Pete Isle, and we're going to get to him in a minute or two. Got about another minute here, Pete. And uh, I want to hear all about Hialeah, and I know you, you might even have one up your sleeve if we're lucky. But once again, the big sport of turfdom. Now, this isn't Horse of the Year honors, though. This is actually out at the symposium. They're going to be talking about it, the racetrack symposium at the University of Arizona. Pete can probably tell you a little bit about that. But we're only going to hear about that here in a little bit. Well, it is time to head out to our first break when we return. We are going to be talking with our special guest of the week, Mr. Pete Aiello of Hialeah. Yep, they're coming back. But you're only going to hear it if you stay tuned for more Winning Ponies. Passing out hundred-dollar bills and it kills and it thrills Like the horns on my Silverado grill And I buy the bar double round the crown And everybody's getting down in this town Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. And they're off. What? Can't make it to the track? You can still get all the action with winningponies.com, the home of Horstradamus, handicapper extraordinaire with the most accurate predictions on thoroughbreds, quarters, and Arabian horses at most American and Canadian tracks. Whether it be the Triple Crown, Breeders' Cup, Travers, Haskell, or your daily races, don't worry, let winningponies.com make some money for you. Do you need directions to solid financial future? If so, the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with a roadmap to making smart money decisions in every area of your personal finances. Join Jordan every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, for the Money Answers Show on the Voice America Business Channel. Learn how and where to get the best deals on mortgages, cars, and insurance. Find out the best ways to save for college and retirement. Get out of debt, improve your credit rating, and save on your taxes. The Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with great tips on investment opportunities in real estate, stocks, annuities, and other investment vehicles. That's the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman on the Voice America Business Channel every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Think of the world 50 years ago. Now think of this same world and how it'll be 50 years from now. Did you know that if the world's population continues to grow at its current rate, our children and grandchildren will only have 25% of the resources per capita that our parents and grandparents had? We must preserve the foundation of a quality standard of living. That foundation starts with Go Green Radio. Join your host, Jill Buck, for Go Green Radio every Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America. Do you need directions to solid financial future? If so, the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with a roadmap to making smart money decisions in every area of your personal finances. Join Jordan every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, for the Money Answers Show on the Voice America Business Channel. Learn how and where to get the best deals on mortgages, cars, and insurance. Find out the best ways to save for college and retirement. Get out of debt, improve your credit rating, and save on your taxes. The Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with great tips on investment opportunities in real estate, stocks, annuities, and other investment vehicles. That's the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman on the Voice America Business Channel every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. 
Think of the world 50 years ago. Now think of this same world and how it'll be 50 years from now. Did you know that if the world's population continues to grow at its current rate, our children and grandchildren will only have 25% of the resources per capita that our parents and grandparents had? We must preserve the foundation of a quality standard of living. That foundation starts with Go Green Radio. Join your host, Jill Buck, for Go Green Radio every Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America. school to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports and they're off what can't make it to the track you can still get all the action with winningponies.com the home of horse stradamus handicapper extraordinaire with the most accurate predictions on thoroughbreds quarters and arabian horses at most american and canadian tracks whether it be the triple crown breeders cup travers haskell or your daily races don't worry let winningponies.com make some money for you do you need directions to solid financial future? If so, the Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with a roadmap to making smart money decisions in every area of your personal finances. Join Jordan every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, for the Money Answer Show on the Voice America Business Channel. Learn how and where to get the best deals on mortgages, cars, and insurance. Find out the best ways to save for college and retirement. Get out of debt, improve your credit rating, and save on your taxes. The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with great tips on investment opportunities in real estate, stocks, annuities, and other investment vehicles. That's the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman on the Voice America Business Channel every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Think of the world 50 years ago. Now think of this same world and how it'll be 50 years from now. Did you know that if the world's population continues to grow at its current rate, our children and grandchildren will only have 25% of the resources per capita that our parents and grandparents had? We must preserve the foundation of a quality standard of living. That foundation starts with Go Green Radio. Join your host, Jill Buck, for Go Green Radio every Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America. Do you need directions to solid financial future? If so, the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with a roadmap to making smart money decisions in every area of your personal finances. Join Jordan every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, for the Money Answers Show on the Voice America Business Channel. Learn how and where to get the best deals on mortgages, cars, and insurance. Find out the best ways to save for college and retirement. Get out of debt, improve your credit rating, and save on your taxes. The Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with great tips on investment opportunities in real estate, stocks, annuities, and other investment vehicles. That's the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman on the Voice America Business Channel every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's a tough shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. If 
You're tuned in to Winning Ponies with your host, Ed Meyer. Got a tip for us? Need a tip from us? If you want to talk with Ed or his guests, the phone lines are now open toll-free at 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or you can send an email to ed at winningponies.com. Now back to Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. And welcome back once again to Winning Ponies. I'm Ed Meyer, and this is our second segment each and every week. Winning Ponies is honored to have on a special guest who enlightens us about the world of racing this week. Winning Ponies is pleased to have on publicity and simulcast manager of the reopened Hialeah Park, Mr. Pete Ayala. Pete, are you there? I sure hope so. <laughs> Pete, it's great to hear your voice, buddy. How you doing? I'm doing just fine. You know, we're down there in the land of the flamingos going uh, full speed ahead. <laughs> You know, there's not a better man for the job. I I know uh, you, you get excited every day coming into work. I don't think there's a day you walked into River Downs with a uh, you know with, with a glum look. I, I can only imagine for the reopening is such a such a beautiful jewel that uh, that you were just really stoked and ready. Yeah, you got that right. You know, I've actually uh, you know I'm living in West Palm Beach, so I have about a two hour commute down to uh, Hialeah, which is in. Uh, the Miami metropolitan area, for those not familiar with South Florida. Uh, and I actually take the subway system, the Miami subway system, and you can see Hialeah from a long ways off if you're up on the subway system. And like you said, uh, every day I get on the subway and I, you know, it's, it's like a little kid going to the Christmas tree. You know, you just, well, wow, this is a great, this is a great thing, you know. And, and it's real surreal for me because I really got the racing bug at Hialeah and used to tell my friends, you know, it'd be some great someday if they ever reopen, but I don't know how it's possible. But thanks to owners uh, John uh, John Brunetti and uh, the Florida State Legislature, the uh, we're back and better than ever. Mr. Brunetti, thank you. I'll tell you what, because I've always wanted to visit Hialeah. Now I'm going to have the opportunity and the chance, and, and best of luck to you. Peter, we're going to give a little historical lesson here. Opening up in 1925 in the heyday of the Roaring Twenties, Hialeah was known worldwide for its winter racing. Tell us a little about the beauty and the history of this facility. Well, as you said, Ed, we have Hialeah opened in 1925. Uh, a lot of first and thoroughbred racing took place at Hialeah. Uh, when it opened, it was actually a, a playground for the rich. Uh, Henry Flagler, who's famed for the railroad going down the east coast of Florida, actually made an express train uh, from Palm Beach Island to Hialeah Park. Uh, so he, Palm Beach Island, of course, being the playground for the rich in terms of living, and uh, they used to spend the weekends at Hialeah Park. Um, you know, they've built in 1925 and refurbished by Joseph Widener in 1933. Uh, the 1933 building is actually the building that's still standing and is the building that's undergoing a major facelift right now, uh, courtesy of Link Construction and, as I said, financed by our owner, John J. Brunetti. Um, the first turf, turf race in North America took place in Hialeah in 1933. Um, the Flamingos, as uh, highly is known as the home of the Flamingo, both for the Flamingo Stakes and for the Flamingos themselves, they are the only wild Flamingos that stay in the same place all year long. Uh, it's kind of an uh, uh, aviary anomaly, if you will, and uh, for that reason, the infield lake at Hialeah is actually a National Audubon Sanctuary. Uh, the clubhouse area is uh, on the National Historic Record, or not National Places of Historic Record. Um, National Historic Landmark uh, part of the building is, and it's you know it's known for its world class horse racing as well as its world class uh, architecture and beautiful scenery. You know, 
for, for those out there that, you know, I know Pete knows this for sure, uh, with working uh, for Mr. Brunetti, from, from 01 to 07, Mr. Brunetti paid $1,000 a month to feed the flamingos and keep them healthy. Correct, Pete? Absolutely, and more than that, you know, he, as much as the building, as, as you say, went through two hurricanes and really kind of got torn around by Mother Nature, uh, Mr. Brunetti never lost hope that Hialeah might someday have a chance to reopen. So he was paying the property taxes on the entire property for those seven years, and that was a cool $14 million. So uh, it was actually a major investment on Mr. Brunetti's part to even have the faith to keep the property open as long as he did uh, without live racing president and owner and the man at the helm. From what I hear and from what I'm reading and from, from our brief discussions, he is a man with a vision, has a plan for Hialeah. Pete, if you can, can you let us know uh, just in baby steps where it's going to begin and, and hopefully where it will take you? Uh, well, right now our season is actually set to get underway the Saturday after Thanksgiving. So a week from this coming Saturday, November 28th, will be the grand reopening of Hialeah Park. Uh, we're looking at a 40-day quarter horse season for the 2009-2010 racing season. It'll be four days a week on a Saturday through Tuesday basis. Uh, first post on opening day will be 105, and then after that we're going to have a 205 Eastern Standard Time post. Uh, as the simulcast coordinator, I can tell you that wagering is available all across the United States and all across Europe. For those of you international listeners, we have quite a few sites in the uh, European continent. And for those of you in South America, if you can get to Venezuela, we have uh, quite a few sites as well for those in Venezuela to bet on our races. Wow, I just cannot believe I'm so happy to hear it. Actually, I remember Hialeah running, and uh, I, I, one of the last races, I remember Gene Sipes actually rode the winner, who actually once upon a time, Pete, used to ride at River Downs, by the way. But I have to ask you this. This is kind of a, an inside secret here. It might be the secret sauce you may not tell us, but uh, since 33, Hialeah is known for its colorful trademark, uh, uh, the pink flamingos, beautiful. Beautiful and and uh, the Queen of the South uh, by reviving this uh, this daily happening once a day. There's the flight of the flamingos. When is that? When can we expect it? And how does it happen? Uh, I'm not sure that that's proprietary information, so I can uh, definitely <laughs> tell you about that. Uh, the way the flight of the flamingos work is um, actually pretty simple. We uh, we send our maintenance man Jesus, who's actually been taking care of the flamingos the entire time since our last live racing season. Um, and he goes out there and uh, pretty much uh, gives them the cue to fly. Um, and they all fly. They take off one at a time, kind of, you know, one follows the other. Uh, and it's really a spectacle. You know, they fly around the infield lake. Um, they've done it before. I mean, they've been doing it, so it's not something they're unused to. Uh, and we're actually planning on, at least for opening day, the tentative plan is to have the flight of the Flamingo after the fourth race. Um, so for those of you that join us at Hylia Park on opening day, you'll definitely get to see that. But uh, through the power of our friends at Teleview Racing Patrol, we will also be televising the flight of the flamingos in simulcast land. So you can, uh, you know, of course, hear the sights and sounds of Hylia Park, but as well as watch uh, the live racing, you can watch the flamingos as well. Trust you me, it, it, you're probably saying, Ed, it's the flight of flamingos. No, it became a fixture of the day, and it became a signature of Hialeah. If you go to Keeneland, you see Bucky Salee all decked out and dressed to the nines as he, as he blew the bugle. The, the flamingos at Hialeah, I always used to watch for it, and, and it was beautiful as they actually just soared off there. Pete, I want to change up gears on you, and... From all reports and discussions, uh, uh, for very little, because you've been a very busy man, 
from one of the reports mainly I've read in the few discussions I've had with you, John Bernetti looks to breathe life into a once fun, vibrant jewel of racing. If you run a meet, are you able to have a poker and or card room at Hylia? Uh, the way that's going to work is, as you said, in terms of baby steps, that's very much the uh, plan that Mr. Brunetti is putting forward. We're going to be running our live quarter horse season, uh, and it looks like, tentatively speaking, the answer to your question is yes, we can have poker once we run a live race meet. Um, but because we don't want to try to do too much too soon, we're going to try to take things one step at a time. Uh, the poker room facility will be ready uh, sometime in 2010. Um, Full card simulcasting will not be available per state statute until July 1st of 2010. Um, so if you're coming to Hialeah, it'll be kind of a throwback kind of racing experience for you. You'll be able to buy programs and racing forms as you would normally do, but uh, when you go to the mutual teller, there will be no what track, please, as it will just be betting on the live card at Hialeah Park. According to some of these current numbers here, they come from the daily racing form, so I'm not pulling them out of midair. And if they're wrong, please correct me. With the current state of racing, a man steps up and long-term steps up. This wasn't just something that, you know, he just said, well, on a whim, I'll do it. Steps up, ponies up $20 million to get up and running and is prepared to go and build with another $80 million to build a grand casino, restore the park to all its glory if all goes well with the gambling pact. That is a heap load of money. And it sure is, you know, and I guess that just uh, is proof in the pudding in terms of where the loyalties for Mr. Brunetti lie, you know. Um, you know, as you know, as all the listeners know, and as you and me know, the racing industry is kind of consolidating right now, so it's quite the anomaly and quite the refreshing thing to see a, a gentleman who's an individual proprietor to put so much money into one facility and get back into the game when so many places are uh, condensing and getting out of the game, so... Uh, all hats are all our uh, hats go off to Mr. Brunetti on that front, you know, and and uh, it should be a great season. Uh, our bottom purse is going to be five thousand dollars, so that's going to attract quarter horses from all across the country. Uh, for those of you familiar with the quarter horse racing, uh, Paul Jones, the leading quarter horse trainer uh, in North America, he's actually going to send twenty-eight horses to Hialeah Park. He was here just about a week ago, taking a tour of the grounds with our racing secretary. Uh, very much like what he saw. Uh, so the racing quality should be excellent. Uh, it'll be a little bit of an interesting meet for us as South Florida hasn't horse hosted a quarter horse season since 1991. But we figure that the spectator sport that is quarter horse racing should certainly fit well with our fans in South Florida, and we really look forward to, uh, you know, to having a great season. You know, if I sound like I'm stoked like a kid, it's because I am. You touched on it right there. We're condensing tracks are, are facing closure. I'm excited. We've got one of the grand jewels coming back to life. The heart is beating. It's, it's pumping. I mean, granted, it is baby steps, and I'm so excited. By the time I get down there, I might be uh, seeing second meet, or, or hopefully it's not uh, by the thoroughbred time, knock on wood, and not to throw any jinx out there for the future. But I want to see this in all its glory. As a fan, it, it's definitely on my bucket list of uh, places to go more than once. I, I'm very excited about that, Peter. I have to ask you uh, about this one here. Where do you see the Grand Am in the next five years of racing, if you had to guesstimate? Um, well, the plan actually, it's funny you say the five-year plan. That actually is the method we're looking at. Uh, as you touched on, we're, what we're looking to do is have a full-scale operation under, uh, underway within five years. 
Uh, so we'll have a full-service casino, a full-service hotel. Uh, we really want to revitalize Hialeah Park as, as much as a racetrack, as much as a community center, because, you know, for the folks that live in the city of Hialeah, Hialeah Park has long been a city center, even after live racing ceased. Uh, you know, they used to have city events there and things of that nature. So we very much want to work with the city of Hialeah and make it as much of an attraction for folks that live in Hialeah as much as a, an attraction for folks that are uh, coming in from out of town to join us for r racing. Uh, we are looking at a winter racing calendar, and if all things go right, you know, as you say, cross your fingers and toes and hope for the best, but uh, we are looking at the possibility of uh, bringing thoroughbred racing back to the track. That is something that is in the long-term plans. Mr. Brunetti's made it very clear that he wants that very, very badly, and uh, he's prepared to invest as much as he needs to invest to do that. So we're really excited, uh, you know, from down from down that way. We're just, like I said, going full speed ahead and trying to get everything ready for opening day, which is, uh, you know, quickly approaching. Uh, the racetrack itself will open for training. First time uh, we've had horses on the racetrack itself. Uh, that actually, actually is going to take place tomorrow. So for any of the folks in the media, uh, make sure to come out and join us if you're in the South Florida Tri-County area or if you're, uh, uh, if you're a racing fan and are interested in Hialeah, make sure to tune in to uh, some kind of local media source. We're trying to get as much uh, media coverage as we can. Um, you know, we've had a lot of support from a lot of different people, the city of Hialeah, the uh, Hialeah metropolitan area, Miami metropolitan area. So we're very much looking forward to the season, and, you know, we just cross our fingers and hope that everyone uh, enjoys Hialeah as much as they remembered that they did. Peter, on the first day when the, the sound of the bugle, when they're called onto the track for the very first time of the reopening, who will be at the microphone that day, may I ask? Uh, well, it's a guy I'm actually kind of familiar with. Uh, you may know him. He calls the races at River Downs in the summertime. Uh, that would be me. Um, but I, I can't take full credit for that. That's just a temporary means to an end. Uh, Hylia Park uh, actually hired uh, world-class race caller John Lees to be the permanent announcer. Uh, but John's tied up at Lone Star Park in Grand Prairie, Texas. Uh, their meet ends on our opening day. I uh, may have a great race card on that Saturday evening. So uh, I'll be filling in for John. I'll be filling in for John if he ever needs anything in the future that way. Uh, John will join us for the balance of the race meet. But uh, for those of you who are joining us on opening day via the simulcast network or on track at Hialeah Park, I will be the one disseminating all of your racing information. You know, uh, I'm, John did a tremendous job at Kentucky Downs. I enjoyed his commentary in the paddock, and his calls were tremendous. But you know what? If he has a flat tire or a dead battery or, if, uh, you know, if he has a cold, I think they have more than an ample person that could actually take the microphone because you called quarters up at River Downs, and you brought a lot of energy into it, and you actually are a superb handicapper at the quarters. Yeah, you, you taught me quite a bit because I started out at zero with quarters, and you brought me along, and you're an excellent handicapper, and, and you really make it exciting. Well, you know, the thing about quarter horse racing, and that's something that at Hialeah Park we're actually trying very, very hard uh, to convince people, is that quarter horse handicapping and quarter horse racing is not that dissimilar from thoroughbred racing. Uh, so for all of the folks that are betting on thoroughbred races routinely, I would encourage all of you to give quarter horse racing a try, especially on a world-class level like at uh, Los Alamitos in California or at Hialeah Park with us. Um, should be a world-class product, and it's uh, actually a little-known fact. Hialeah Park actually, as many fans may know, used to run three furlong thoroughbred races uh, for two-year-olds. Uh, well, that shoot, the Widener shoot, as it's called, um, is actually going to be ready. Uh, so we're going to be the only quarter-horse track in North America that can run 660 yards down the straightaway. <laughs> 
So from a quarter horse uh, handicapping perspective, that'll be something quite un- unique. You'll have the horses that are uh, on the straight stretching out from 350 and trying their hand at 660, and then you'll have the horses that are very, very fast at 870 yards that maybe don't like the turns. Uh, they'll be going down the straight at 660, so the stamina will kick in versus the speed. It should make for a very exciting racing product. Um, you know, and like I said, for those of you who are accustomed to thoroughbred handicapping, just open a quarter horse program. You're not going to be confused. Uh, a lot of it's about the start of the race. A lot of it's about uh, trainer patterns. And if I had to give one tip out for the uh, Hylia Park season, I would say at least early in the meet, play close attention to the folks that have actually got their horses over the Hylia Park strip. Being that we have horses coming from all over the place to join us at the season, anybody who has uh, experience on the Hylia Oval, albeit a workout, uh, the trainer's been stabling their horses there. I think that'll be a big edge early on uh, and, you know, might be able to find a price somewhere. Pete, I, I'm so excited that John Burnetti's actually stepped up, and I mean with a gigantic investment that he actually uh, actually has put forth that uh, he's breathing life back into Hialeah with, with people like yourself that uh, a graduate of the University of Arizona. You've called races. You've worked in the racing office. You're now in publicity. You're a publicity manager and a simulcast manager which assures me that I know that we're going to know what's happening in tenfold of what's happening at Hialeah and, and, and all the goodness that actually goes into the meat, and we are going to be seeing this product, as you mentioned, around the globe. And, yes, that's correct. And, like I said, I'm still working on that. But uh, for those of you who are in the uh, state of Texas, I would say that if you have any local racetrack, you can go to that local racetrack and bet on our races. Um, we're trying to get in as many sites as we can, you know, and uh, fortunately the folks on the Simulcast Network have been very receptive to bringing Hylia Park back into the Simulcast Network. Uh, you know, you touched, Ed, you touched on the, the folks working down here, and that's something I wanted to touch a little bit on. You know, it really is an all-star cast uh, from top to bottom. General Manager Randy Soth is uh, actually responsible for the reconstruction of the fairgrounds after Hurricane Katrina. So this is not something that's new to Randy. He's one heck of a GM, one of the best guys I've ever had to work, got to work for. Um, Mike Cronin was a uh, marketing manager at Calder for you know years and years, and he also worked at Arlington Park in the late 80s. Uh, so you bring a lot of talent, a lot of depth, and a lot of different viewpoints to the table, uh, and it really makes for a great team just because, you know, uh, when, when one person forgets, somebody else remembers. Uh, and, you know, it really, really, really brings a lot of opinions to the table, and when you get a lot of opinions to the th- table, as you know, Ed, things really do happen. So uh, it's been great to work down there, and like I said, you know, everyone right now is kind of got the blinkers on. Uh, metaphorically speaking, we might be a little bit like quarter horses. We're going as fast as we can for as far as we can right now. Well, the plan, uh, the, the vision, and, and I can tell in the energy in your voice, because I know you've had a long day, and I know that you can't wait to get back to work tomorrow. Pete, as, as, uh, having the pleasure of working with you at River Downs, I can only imagine how excited you must be for the opportunity to highly up. Pete, on behalf of Winning Ponies, we'd like to thank you for your time and wish you, Mr. Brunetti, Hialeah, all the luck in the world, and bring back racing and, and bringing back this jewel of racing, and we'd like to wish you, our deepest thoughts, and, and we are always on our mind, Pete, and we miss you greatly. Well, thanks very much, and I would be remiss if I didn't at least mention to all the viewers out there, uh, we have, we're on Facebook at Hialeah Park, and we are on the Internet, www.hialeaparkracing.com. 
We have a Twitter site for those of you who want to pay close attention to what's going on at Hialeah. And, of course, if somebody has general questions that I haven't touched on, you're more than, well, uh, more than welcome to give me a phone call at Hialeah. The area code is 305. Phone number is 885-8000. You can reach me at extension 280. And if you'd prefer to send me an email, I will read all of them and reply to all of them. My email address is P, uh, and my last name, A-I-E-L-L-O, and that's at brunetti.com, B-R-U-N-E-T-T-I.com. And, again, you can visit our website, highlyaparkracing.com, uh, and we have all kinds of information regarding our simulcasting, live racing season, and the history of Hylia Park. So if there's anything I missed, the Facebook page or the website will definitely touch on it. Pete? It sounds like you're doing an incredible job. Keep up the good work. Best of luck to you and your team, and I hope to talk to you soon, my friend. That sounds good, and we look forward to seeing at least some of the listeners out there on opening day and throughout the season at Hialeah Park. All right, Pete. Thanks for bringing it back. Good talking to you. Thank you for being here. You too. Have a great evening. You as well. Pete Ilo, man of racing, Hialeah Park this time of year. Wow. Manager of publicity and simulcasting. You hear the energy in his voice. I'm glad to see racing coming back. Well, it's time to head into a break. When we return, we're going to be talking a little bit of news about racing, and then we're going to finish up with some final furlong handicapping here on Winning Ponies. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up, speak up, or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. And they're off. What? Can't make it to the track? You can still get all the action with winningponies.com, the home of Horstradamus, handicapper extraordinaire with the most accurate predictions on thoroughbreds, quarters, and Arabian horses at most American and Canadian tracks. Whether it be the Triple Crown, Breeders' Cup, Travers, Haskell, or your daily races, don't worry, let winningponies.com make some money for you. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business talk. Spin It with Chuck Foreman has a spin on so much that's going on. It will be hard to fit it all into the promo. We'll talk about the weekend games, what to look forward to, hot topics in the news. Spin It Old School, which gives a back-in-the-day approach from Chuck. A no-spin zone where Chuck gives an unbiased opinion and lets you do the same. Chuck will be taking us around town and around the world with news, happenings, and more. It's football, news, and happenings. Tune in for Spin It with Chuck Foreman. Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball, deep right field. Back goes O'Neal. He's at the shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports.
You're tuned in to Winning Ponies with your host, Ed Meyer. Got a tip for us? Need a tip from us? If you want to talk with Ed or his guests, the phone lines are now open toll-free at 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or you can send an email to ed at winningponies.com. Now back to Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. And welcome back once again to Winning Ponies. I am your host, Ed Meyer. And as you heard, money, we always love to win money at the track. Hopefully we can continue on with that in final furlong handicapping. But we have some news from around the world of racing, and, and uh, a bit of this is, uh, is sad, and I wanted to talk about it a little bit because it is someone that has taken the national spotlight and one of the leaders of our sport. On Monday morning, November 16th, Robert Bobby Frankel died peacefully at his home after battling leukemia for most of the year. He was with his ex-wife Bonita and his daughter Bethany in Pacific Palisades in California. He was 68 years of age. Definitely left us way too soon. I'm reading this from Hollywood Park. Mr. Mike Mooney put this out here. Uh, it, it, it gives me a lump in my throat just talking about it. Legendary trainer Bobby Frankel passed away early Monday morning in his home in Pacific Palisades after a battle with lymphoma. Frankel, a 60-year-old, 68-year-old native of Brooklyn, New York, was known as the king of the claimers early in his career in a world-class condition in the last two decades. Winner of 30 training titles, the all-time leader with 952 wins at Hollywood Park, 917 at Santa Anita. Hall of Fame members sent out the winners of 3,654 races and over $227 million in purses, second only to D. Wayne Lucas. It's just it's incredible. Frankel has won most of the nation's uh, major events, including six Breeders' Cup races in the 2003 Belmont with the Empire Maker. He settled winners of 28 races worth $1 million or more. His latest come with Venture in the Woodbine Mile, Champs-Élysées in the Canadian International, also at Woodbine. A couple people, just to make note of that, uh, make, some, make some comments about uh, Mr. Frankel's passing. Uh, Lapeep Pinkai, this is very bad news for racing. He's one of the greatest. I put him up there with Charlie Woodingham. He showed it with claimers and stakes horses. He appreciated everything he did for me. He put me on special horses, and they won a lot of races together. Eddie Delahousie, Hall of Famer, member along with Pinkai and Franco, was saddened by the trainer's passing, saying he was a great guy, did a lot of things behind the scenes that people don't know. He was very generous, very good to help, and he was great to ride for. He never told you how to ride. He had confidence in you. When he gave you a leg up, he felt you should know your business. And with that, uh, I have uh, somebody who's a racing professional, a handicapper on the phone. It is the Cincinnati Kid. Kid, are you with us? Yeah, I'm here, Eddie. How you doing? Um, I'm doing very well. We just heard from our good friend Pete Ilo, and I was just talking about the passing of uh, one of racing's greats. It's a sad day in racing. We lost a great trainer, and it's a hole that will be really tough to fill. And I don't know if we'll ever be able to fill it, James. It's, yes, sir. It's very, uh, it's, it's very, uh, it's, just, it's just amazing just to think about it. And it just makes us appreciate life that much more and the sport of racing, the specialness that he brought to it. He left it a much kinder place for sure. Kid, yes. I know that you have possibly a winner for us, maybe two, maybe more. I could only hope for the best. Well, let me see what I can dig up for you. I'm going to take you Saturday at Churchill. The ninth race, the Cardinal Handicap. I like the Aiden here in Limington with Calvin Burrell aboard. I say draw a line through her attempt in the Flower Bowl. That race came up really tough running behind 
pure clan and criticism who has come back to win since that last effort. I think she's been working pretty well. Gets on the turf course, it should be a little firmer. I think the grass is starting to dry out just a bit down there at Churchill. She has a win and two starts over this grass oval, and that win came with Calvin Burrell aboard. So I think Lemington's in a good spot here, 4-1 to one on the morning line. The first 7,500 fans through the admission gates on Saturday the 21st, that is this Saturday, receive a free Calvin bobblehead. Courtesy of Kroger, it's Calvin Burrell Day down at Churchill. He might just tear him down, James. Yeah, I think he's going to put on a show for his <laughs> bobblehead doll day on Saturday. <laughs> what else do you have for us, my friend? And see, also on Saturday, I'm going to take you down to the fairgrounds. In the sixth race here, this is a maiden special way for two-year-old fillies going six furlongs. I like the eight on the outside. Josica, Victor LeBron getting up. Right. Greg Foley, this one's been working pretty well. Has a second of 31 work over the fairgrounds over November 11th. With her being on the outside, being by smart strike out of a Giants Causeway mare, I think she's just bred to run really well here. First time Lasix, and according to the stats, looks like Victor LeBron is three for nine at this meet. So let's look for this team to get home here. They're also four to one in the morning line. That's some sweet price there, uh, James. I'll tell you what. Uh, I like what you're dealing out because I'm writing it down in pen. I hope everybody else is. Uh, Victor LeBron, he's uh, he's not just a polytrack man. He he can take it on the road. Yes, sir. He does well everywhere he goes. Indiana, Kentucky, you name it, he rides well. <laughs> Have boots and whip will travel. Yes, sir. Is, is it just two this week, or can we expect three I, from I'm you? I'm going to take a swing with a third one here. I'm going up to Grove City, Beulah Park for the sixth race, the Bobby Bricker Memorial Handicap. I'm taking the one on the rail, Sarah Sponda here, Christian Polaris for Joe Schumann. She's three for three over this Beulah Oval with $105,000 in the bank from those three victories, all of them in stakes at Beulah Park, all of them going two turns. She seems to really wake up when she comes here, plus she moves from facing registered Ohio foals in the best of Ohio distaff to the accredited Ohio Foles, I think that'll be a big move for her. 9-2 to two on the morning line, I hope we can get that come post time. Kid, you might be making Christmas just a little bit easier for me this year. <laughs> I sure hope so. I like to line people's pockets whenever I get a chance. And that's what we always look for because you always do your homework. James, thank you so much for the call in. Say hello to Granny and Gramps. I hope you enjoy your holiday next week. All right. And uh, we will be talking to you soon, my friend. All right. You take care now. That's been the Cincinnati kid. He's calling in with horses. You know, hearing his voice just made me uh, just brighten up a little bit. When, when I was talking about Bobby Frankel, you know what, turning the streets here, Turning a man from the streets of Brooklyn, it just kind of makes, makes, me, makes me kind of pep up and, and celebrate his life. He rose from the streets of Brooklyn to become one of the most successful and respected trainers in the game. Even though he had not been seen publicly in more than six months uh, because of the lymphoma, he was still getting his, getting his game on, and he still had a great, great crew there. If you want to look up some great articles about this, go to ESPN, take a look at horse racing. Uh, Claire Novak writes a great story about missing Bobby, and it, it was just incredible. And just the first uh, first little blurb about that, it was quiet this summer on the Oklahoma Oval, no throngs of horsemen gathered at Barn 72. This used to be a meeting place of one of the first stops of a turf rider who would make in the Saratoga mornings. You could speak to top jocks before morning works, touch base with ambitious agents hoping to get mounts and you could either run into trainers coming just to shoot the breeze but no longer bobby frankel was gone 
Claire Novak, incredible writer, and she really covers the game very well. Uh, Ken Ramsey, he, he expressed his, uh, his, his feelings of, of how, what a generous man he was. Todd Pletcher, a tremendous horseman, he talked about and how he developed his time of giving his time to other trainers. Uh, Jack Brothers from Adina Springs, uh, he doesn't believe there's going to be another horseman on the planet who would have been able to get as much out of his horse of the year. Go Sapper as Bobby did a training him. Shug McGehee said he was an excellent horseman with an impeccable record, all of which just speaks for itself. Bobby Frankel, 68, we're going to miss you. We're just going to miss you. Okay, we're going to do a little speed handicapping, so tie it down, lock it up, because we got about four minutes to close. Let's go to Saturday, and let's go to race number three. And in here, I like in the third race at Calder, I like the five Kumana, Luis Saez. I really like this one here. I like the Bug Boy. Third race, I like Kumana. Race number seven at Calder, and I'm going to go out to the eight, and that is Mrs. Wonderful. That could be anybody that's married to uh, Mr. Pete Ilo. Mrs. Wonderful, Abar Cohen Irons, and you can always count him in there. That's the seventh race. In the tenth race at Calder, I go to the eight horses on the turf, and I love betting the turf there. Diva Delight, Eddie Nunez in the Irons, Eddie Nunez and Diva Delight in the 10th race at Calder. And then we switch gears. We go a little bit north. We go to Churchill Downs. Race number two, I love the one trying Brian Jesus Castanon for Hugh Robertson. My dad plays Hugh Robertson a lot. He talks about him. He says, you know, he's 0 for 10, but I know he's going to crack that maiden there. And he's paying attention. Made a middle move last time out, heavily bet. Bold uh, bid move out in the second race. I like the one, Trying Brian. The fourth race at Churchill, I like number one, Sorrentino. This is going to be a hammer bet for me. Sorrentino in the fourth at Churchill. And then we go on to the eighth race at Churchill, the bet on Sunshine. I go to the seven in here, looking very good in the eighth race at Churchill. Custom for Carlos Jose, less counter for Eddie Keneally, going six panels. Then race number nine, a mile and an eighth on the turf, the grade three car and then I go right to the rail with a six to one shot. Ninth race at Churchill. You go west, girl number one with Jose Lescano aboard. Race number ten. It looks like chalk alert in the tenth race at Churchill. I like the two Warriors reward with Calvin Bow Rail in the saddle on Bow Rail. Bobblehead day, four to five with Warriors reward in the tenth at Churchill. And then I'm going to switch gears. I'm going to go out to the third race at Hollywood. I like the three, and that's don't forget faith. Joel Rosario in the irons. You know, I'm starting to pay more and more attention to Hollywood. I, I've always paid attention to it, but I'm starting to pay a whole lot more. In the third, don't forget faith out at Hollywood. Then we go to the fifth race. And I'm going to go with a nine, and it's oceanographer. Christian Reyes Santiago began his career in Kentucky, the Steel Colt, by Stormy Atlantic. This is my bet of the day. It's oceanographer. Christian Reyes Santiago, take a look at the works here. Incredible works on oceanographer. That is in the ninth at Hollywood. Six furlongs on the turf, and speed will carry going six panels on the turf at Hialeah. Well... Time does fly when you talk about thoroughbred racing. Winning ponies would like to thank Mr. Pete Aiello for taking time to bring us up to speed with the reopening of Hialeah Park and you for taking time to tune in with us and especially the Cincinnati kid, Mr. James Williams, for a couple of his red-hot tips. We're going to be off next week, but we'll be returning the following Thursday talking horses and picking winners. 
So until we meet again, enjoy your holiday weekend next week and take the time to enjoy the people who make our life a better place. Until that time, may your winners be many and your photos be few. Good luck, everyone. Flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. And they're off. What? Can't make it to the track? You can still get all the action with winningponies.com, the home of Horse Stradamus, handicapper extraordinaire with the most accurate predictions on thoroughbreds, quarters, and Arabian horses at most American and Canadian tracks. Whether it be the Triple Crown, Breeders' Cup, Travers, Haskell, or your daily races, don't worry. Let winningponies.com make some money for you. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.